Auburn Opelika this morning, you hear the music, you know what that means. It is Kevin, the movie guy, Flanagan, as we talk movies, all brought to you by Domino's and The Edge. What's up, Kev? Hey, buddy. There's not a lot up this week or last week with the movies, that's for sure, although there's still some money being made out there. Uh, nothing new or exciting. We'll actually talk about one or two that may excite some folks this week, but last week's number one, guess what? The Batman. Again, that's why there wasn't anything new. Nobody was going to take that monster No. <laughs> At number two was Uncharted. And, by the way, I still I like that one. That was a fun movie, and I think uh, I think a lot of folks could enjoy seeing the Spider-Man do some of his moves as not the Spider-Man in this one. Opening at number three, this is interesting. If you've got a teenager, which you do, they may be familiar with the band BTS. Mm. So this is uh, mm. BTS Permission to Dance on Stage, Soul Live Viewing. And it is. Uh, it was one day only on Saturday, and it still did uh, almost seven million dollars, enough to make it the number three opening movie of the weekend. So, wow. may see some more of that. Who knows? At number four was Dog. That's the one's been out for a while. That um, Channing Tatum plays the soldier and has to get along with a dog that he doesn't really want to. At number five, Spider Man: No Way Home. Yeah, thirteen weeks. This, this movie is uh, in its fourth month out and still in the top five. At number six, Death on the Nile, kind of a fun one. Number seven, now this opened at seven. Folks won't know it, hadn't been here, probably won't be here. And so, but it's called Ratty Shyam. I don't know. I don't. I don't speak yeah, Indian. No. Mm-mm. At number eight, Thing Two. At number nine, uh, the, uh, the Knoxville movie. Group ah, yeah, yeah. The the, the 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 Johnny Knoxville franchise. Yep, and at number 10, Scream. Uh, and I will mention at number 13 is one we will talk about today that hopefully will be here soon called Tyson's Run. It's uh, it's maybe one of the things at the theater right now as far as content and quality for everybody. So mm-hmm. that's our top 10 plus one little gift of another one out there. That's that's it? That's just a, one little gift? Of course, you, you know, here we're going to go into detail later in a little bit, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to go into detail about that one and some others out there. So, yeah, that's for you. And for those who want to know, the lowest grossing movie this week was Fabian going to the dog. And I think uh, it sounds like a documentary, doesn't it? But anyway, that's, that was uh, that was it. That was that was the worst of the week. It's, uh, it's 1930s Berlin, Dr. Jacob Fabian. Oh, my gosh. Who is, uh, yeah, works advertising cigarettes. Is actually works for a company in advertising of cigarettes back in the 1930s. Uh, why a doctor's doing it. By the way, this one did get some, some early on buzz about maybe being something special. They they didn't really open it that way. Anyway, he falls in love with an actress. Her career starts to blossom, and they try to figure out how their relationship's going to go from there. So, If you want to watch that, I don't know why. It sounds like something that's not really up my alley. I will say the uh, the Batman stand up there at uh, number one. It, will it be knocked off this week, Kev? No, sir. Not even close. Really? No. Nothing coming out this weekend is gonna is gonna take the slightest. As a matter of fact, um, we're looking at um, yeah. You know, we got a couple opening, but nothing that'll knock it off. And it's gonna be a while. The Lost City opens next weekend. Mm, don't think that's going to knock it off, but it's going to do well. So it, it may have a shot at doing that. And then Morbius opens April 1st. 
It oh. really does. Even though it's April 1st, I'm not trying to fool you. It, it really will open that day. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, those would be the first challenges that I see coming along. As for this week, what can we look for as far as hitting the movie theaters since we are doing the big screen movie reviews? We can do previews as well. Yeah, here's what's opening this weekend. And I'm going to be fast because I don't want you to go see the first two on here. But the first one's called Uma. And Uma is the Korean word for mother. And uh, this is about a Korean immigrant moves to the state, uh, gets a ranch out in the country, quiet place, in a rural farm anyway. And she has her daughter with her, and she's raising her. Her daughter's name is Chris, and uh, they raise bees and do that kind of stuff. They don't have any modern technology out there on mm-hmm. the farm. One day, somebody shows up with the cremated ashes of the mother, Amanda's mom, so the grandmother of the little girl, Chris. And leaves it with them. Well, apparently, in Korea, for the movie, I don't think this is in real life. Who knows? I hope not. In uh, Korean legend, the mother will, until ashes are released, she will continue to be angry. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> Thankfully, we have a different view of the afterlife, at least for those of us who have a relationship with, uh, with the Lord. But anyway. When you say the ashes release, meaning... Dumping the ashes Let somewhere? Out. Sprinkling them, buddy. Let them go. Open uh, the lid. Let them. I got you. Turn them loose. And uh, so, anyway, uh, mom doesn't want to. Daughter doesn't know what the big deal is, what's in the box. The ashes get released, and so does the evil spirit that comes along with it that that turns this into a supernatural horror film. Oh. And so, um, th- if you saw Killing Eve, that's the star of this one. Sandra O oh plays Amanda, the mom. <laughs> Tremendous actress. But anyway, this is one of those dark, creepy movies about supernatural horror kind of stuff and very ghosty things. And the mom is afraid of being turned into her mom through the release of the ashes and the evil spirit. So there you go. This is a good one to skip. Anything, you know, anything I can say to get you not to see it, just consider make it up in your mind and Mm. don't go see it. Yeah. Also opening this weekend, not not much better. This is a slasher flick called X, and uh, it's it's a story back in the 70s, I think, 70s or 80s. This group of young people, a film crew, shows up at a Texas ranch way out in the middle of nowhere, and the owners of the ranch have a house on the backside of it and agree to allow them to stay there and film their movie. Well, the movie turns out it's going to be a porn flick, and Uh-oh. hence the name X. And uh, the owners, you know, the aged owners, kind of leery. And anyway, one thing happens after, and the next thing you know, it becomes a slasher film. People get killed, and ugly, evil, kind of awful stuff all intertwined with the making of a porn movie. Another great one to just absolutely skip. So here's the thing: nobody's opening a good film against the Batman yet. They just they just know. Yeah, you know, the Batman dropped off 50% and still made $88 million in the U.S. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It's up to half a billion worldwide. So <laughs> nobody wants to open against that. It's also, you know, the Oscars, I think, are the 27th, coming up toward the end of this month. A few of those movies got a little bit of bounce. Um, Licorice Pizza and some of those guys drive my car and stuff. But for the most part, again, nobody's throwing a new movie out right now that battle against the Batman. The other one that's open though, and this I like this movie. I wish it I wish it was uh, given a little better push, but it's called Tyson's Run. Tyson's Run is the story of a of a autistic boy who is just 
nothing about him seems to be, you know, all that. Uh, he doesn't seem to bring with him some gifts that folks would want to recognize and stuff. The dad's incredibly disappointed that he's got a son that he can't hunt with, can't shoot baskets with, can't throw the baseball with, those kind of things, until on champion gets involved in this family's life and begins to take the boy under his wing and finds out the kid can run. And so the dad kind of finds a purpose in, in encouraging and getting involved with his son and running, and the family gets all involved and excited. It's just a, it's a PG movie. It's very uplifting, very positive. And so I, I just like, like the idea that folks would go see this thing. It did come out this past weekend, but it didn't, you know, it was not a wide release, very limited release. I think it opened at like 13, something like that, mm -hmm. um, which isn't bad, but, you know, at this time, there just wasn't a lot of money spent on it. So, anyway, that's the other one that's opening uh, this weekend on a wider release that folks may have a chance to see. And then um, I do want to mention, I don't know if you're a, stream, a streaming guy, um, Ben. Yeah, I know, mean, but, it, it just depends. Well, there's, there was a new one that came out on Netflix about a week or so ago that shot right up to number one on Netflix, and then some, some you know, season five of this of Howl or whatever they're called, some of those middle-aged middle things started popping out. Mm -hmm. and bumped it down a little bit, but it's still doing pretty well. It's a, it's a series called Pieces of Her. Have you heard of this one? Nope. Well, it's based on a book by the same name, and the book came out in 2018. It's a eight. It's got so it's got eight episodes, and then it's over. It finishes the book. They may take another book from this author, um, Charlotte Stout, but I mean uh, Karen Slaughter actually wrote the book. Stout created the TV show. Pieces of her, and what I like about it is it's got it's a crime thriller, and I like those. It opens with a mom sitting at a table in a diner. Actually, it doesn't open, but pretty early on. They ended up a diner with the mom giving a typical speech to her daughter, who's a 911 operator, that she needs to figure out what she wants to do with her life. While that's happening, a guy pulls a gun, starts shooting people, and all of a sudden the mom transforms into this person who saves the day. It's caught on camera, goes out on TV, and apparently there's somebody out there that knows why the mom's able to do what she did when the daughter's stunned in the little community of Savannah, just outside Savannah, Georgia, is stunned. And, and uh, then the dark part of the mom's past starts to catch up and the daughter takes off. And so, anyway, it's that kind of a series, and uh, I like those, and I enjoy this one. So I, I will say this. This is an R-rated series mainly because it's got some language, and obviously, as I just described, it's got some violence. So it's not for everybody to see, hence, you know, being a Netflix series, I guess. But... It's it's a if you like some good crime thriller drama kind of stuff you may enjoy this one. It stars Tony Collette as the mom, by the way, who's a. Why am I supposed to know that name? That sounds familiar. Tony Collette, she's been in a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, she's a, I think she's Golden Globe and a, a Oscar winner. Mm -hmm. I think Oscar winner. I'm not sure, but she's done a, she's done a lot of uh, she's she's been around doing stuff since early '90s. I think I think actually. Uh, 1990s, but anyway, that's Tony Collette. She's she's, nice. a, she's a big time award winner. Um, she's acted against uh, you know Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell um, in the way way back. I don't know if you saw that movie, but I just want to say that that is one of my favorite. Steve Carell does not play a likable character, but 
it's a it's a it's a fun summer beach town movie for folks to watch that are caught up in spring break and thinking about summer at the beach. What was it again? The way way back. Nah, I never saw that either. Oh, well, you want to see it. But I do. And, this Netflix series is something that I would like. I do like stuff like that, that she's gonna, she's got this hidden past and all that kind of That sounds like good. Pieces of Her on Netflix. Pieces, pieces of Her. And I think your girls would like The Way, Way Back. I think Lori would like that, too. So oh, she, a, yeah, that's something to remember. That means, it's a chick, that, mean, like that means it's a chick flick, and I don't need to be watching it. That's what that means. Yeah, no, it's really not. I think you would like it, too. Kind of. I think everybody like it. A little bit of coming of age, but not too much of that. And just a, just a good Steve Carell is a bad guy or a, or a not good guy um, movie. Hmm. All right, oh. I got it, I got it written down. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna let them decide. Uh, who, who knows with those two? Who knows? They may have they may have seen it and just not told you. <laughs> you could be right. That could very well happen. That happens a lot. Yeah, and we told you. You know, there's some there's some good ones coming. So get get ready. There'll be some movies coming up. You know, as we move toward, I, I'm a little surprised there hasn't been more of a spring break offering. But seven days in a lost city. Uh, lost city is, is a. It looks like it's going to be a really fun movie. And this has, um, um, I believe, that Sandra Bullock plays against. Uh, who's the guy in the dog movie right now? Anyway, mm. <laughs> I should know that when I'm doing the movie review stuff, shouldn't I? Um, but anyway. Those are going to be some good ones coming out, and they'll be fun. And, and again, there's also some good ones still at the theaters if folks want to go out there and catch a fun movie. I, I still recommend Uncharted and Dog. I wanted to ask you next week, and we'll talk more about this next week, but Morbius is going to be coming out, and that thing has been talked about for, it seems like, three years now. Uh, Jared Leto, who I guess is not going to be doing the Joker role anymore, has now decided he's going to be... Is Morbius a good guy or a bad guy? I'm not real sure. I think Morbius is a bad guy, and uh, and part of the reason is Tom Holland has expressed interest in his Spider-Man character taking on Morbius in future films because, you know, he's a bad guy. But in this one, he's a conflicted guy. Can we say that? It, you can say it. Yeah, it just it looks... It looks a little too over the don't get me wrong, the Spider Man films are over the top too a little bit, but it looks a little too over the top. Like the same thing with uh the Tom Hardy character that that that, uh, that he played. They just they look a little too CGI involved, a little out of the out of the ordinary type deal. You know, he's he's he longs for blood, he likes to drink it, which bothers me. Here's what happened. He's suffering from blood disease, mm -hmm. and he's trying to cure himself, and he ends up giving himself a form of, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. This is not something you want. Transgenic vampirism. Oh, it's the vampire qualities that he picks up. He doesn't have all the weaknesses, but he does have all the strengths, but he does like to drink blood, and he's a good guy when he's not a vampire, sort of, but he becomes a bad guy really quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's right. This one's coming out. It is it is a spinoff, as so many of them are from the earlier, you know, movies. Mm -hmm. But this this blood disorder cures worse than the disease. It turns out. So yeah. anyway, he's got it now. He's got to got to live with it, and other people apparently don't have to. So there you go. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk more about that next week when it comes. That I was asking you. I, I'm curious why it wasn't going to be a summer blockbuster. But then again, over the summer we got the. I don't know what it's going to be. I think it's going to be called Maverick, but like Top Gun 2 will be coming out over the summer. So I'm sure it'll be having to compete with other things over the summer. But I did want to get to uh, Domino's and the Edge before we get out of here, Kev. 
Yeah, by the way, Morbius is the only wide release April 1st. So that uh-huh. that explains part of it because Batman will have been pretty well shown at that point. Not the folks who have quit seeing it. And, uh, um, you know, again, there's not going to be a whole lot of other big ones. The last city will do pretty well the week before, but won't beat it up. So, yeah, it'll be the number one the week it opens, and that's part of what they're after. Hey, yeah, um, the Eds has some good stuff going on. Domino's has great stuff. By the way, who did you say was going to eat the thin crust pizza tonight? You and who? Me and my youngest, Macy. The uh, we're the we we like the the meats. We get that on the thin crust. That's our favorite. Well, I'm bringing you coupon by for a free pizza for whatever crust for whatever topping. Uh, Laurie and your other one want because they need to have Domino's tonight. Well, I mean, they'll get their own pizza, too. They're just so finicky. I just don't even like to guess. I, I got Macy and I got it covered every Thursday, man. We know what we're doing. I got you. Well, I know what they're doing. They're going to they're gonna get treated by <laughs> They're gonna get treated by Uncle Kevin, the movie guy. All right. <laughs> hey, yeah, the Eds have some great stuff going on, as, as we have talked about in the past, and we talk about it again. By the way, every Thursday, now, if people want to want to Join us on our Thursday morning Be the Edge Challenge call, which is a five-minute call that features some great business leaders and speakers in the area. Occasionally, it's me, but uh, we've had uh, um, Dave Harton, who is the new CEO of ITC Holding Companies, on there. We've had Mark Smith, who is the marketing guy. We've had uh, Mark Bowling, who has Black Sea Productions out of Atlanta. We've just got a great group of folks who lead those calls, Cliff Clifford uh, Jones did last week, Pastor Jones. Nice. And uh, did a great job. So you get five minutes, you, you dial in at 7.50, and you and you hang up at 7.55 and get on with what you're about to step into at 8 o'clock. But it, you'll step into it a whole lot better and a whole lot more aware of how to take your faith into whatever it is in your marketplace as a result of being on. So that's Thursday morning, 7.50 to 7.55. We actually got a slew of folks in Denver that are now jumping on this thing. Not sure what that's all about, but, but they discovered the edge. And I was down in Tampa last week engaging those folks. So there's apt to be folks from all over the place. Uh, but anyway, go to BeTheEdge.com, and where it says join the weekly challenge call, you click right on that, and it takes you right into the Zoom call. Uh, we, also, we also have some other great stuff that we're offering. We, we still have the app out there, the Edge Daily. And you guys are still playing. We've got to, we're going to get some new ones on there in the next week or two then. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've got a proverb being played on uh, here and then over on ESPN every afternoon as well. But um, the, the Be The Edge Challenge Breakfast, less than a month away now. Matter of fact, four weeks from yesterday, it will be uh, April 13th at the Hotel and Conference Center. All the tables are, are pretty much taken care of. But if you want to come, there's still some seats available. We always hold some out for folks who don't want to do a table or whatever. And the, and, the, and the seats are free. And you end up hearing a great speaker, Horst Schulte, his new book. We'll give you a copy of that. He'll be there to autograph it. It'll be just a, a neat morning, a great breakfast at the Hotel and Conference Center. starts at 630 in the morning. We are done by 759. We, you will get out in time. You can bustle off to work if you're supposed to start at 8. Tell your boss should be a few minutes late. Or be the boss. And just sit there whenever you want to. We're, you know, we're not worried about that. Also, download the app, The Edge Daily. Stay, stay up on what's happening with the challenge. Uh, the challenge. The challenges this week have been a little bit challenging because we want to make sure that folks are, are really being encouraged in their faith and what they do and how they do it. There's uh, um, The other day, we actually talked about the fact that, that um, God has called us to live pretty boldly and pretty bravely. Mm-hmm. in the world today the eyes of the lord everywhere keep a watch on the wicked and the good 
and that's a that's a frightening verse to a lot of folks. But we we want folks to know, hey, there's a way to see that verse and be very excited, very encouraged by the fact God's keeping an eye on you and looking after you. So that's what's happening with the edge these days, man. Very well said, my man. Hey, let me throw this out too. Domino's, we need help. Come work for a great company. You will be surprised at how well you're paid, at how great the working conditions, at how wonderful the folks you work with are. And uh, you can be around the smells and taste of Domino's all day while you're working as well. So it's it's a great place to go to work and great folks to be involved with. So just stop by the store or go to Domino's.com and, and check out how to it's a good side hustle. You got a good job, but you want to make a few extra bucks a couple of evenings, or maybe you work at night. You want to make a little bit during the day or on the weekend. It's a it's a great place to just do that as well. And, and they love to have folks that that are there for that reason also. All right, hey, thanks for being a part of the show this week. And in the meantime, hug your wife, love your kids, do something nice for those folks that you work with and you work around every day. And we see you back here next week on the really big screen movie reviews. <laughs> 